Welcome to Investing Across Borders with Lauren Cohen. Every week, she will share valuable information that you need to know in order to successfully invest in real estate and other business endeavors in North America. We believe in helping clients invest, live, work, and play across borders. And now, your host, Lauren Cohen. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Investing Across Borders. I'm your host, Lauren Cohen, international legal and real estate expert. And we are here to teach you how to invest, live, work, and play across borders. And interestingly enough, my guest today is across a border, actually across an ocean. She is currently in France, although she does spend much of her time living here in Palm Beach Gardens. Is that right, Milan? Close to Palm Beach Gardens, okay. yes. And we actually have not met in person, although I feel like we have. And this is our second take at doing this podcast because, unfortunately, we had problems with the recording. And Milan was kind enough to help and facilitate this today. And we've rescheduled it a few times because we're both so very busy. But it's a pleasure to have you here. I've really gotten to know you over the months, so it's even better to do this today. Milan calls herself a financial independence mentor. And she has quite the story. She was born in Lithuania, which is where my family is actually from. And she's married to a gentleman who is from France. And she's now there in France for a couple of months, back and forth. She has quite the nomadic life. She truly does invest, live, work, and play across borders. And her whole modus operandi is about dare to change, taking advantage of opportunities, finding financial freedom, and really helping women to find that financial freedom. Milen, please introduce yourself and share some of your background. Wharton, quite the pedigree. You're just amazing. You're lovely. And you've been through so much in your life. So please introduce yourself. So first of all, Lauren, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you every time we talk. And it's been, it's been a couple of times now. And also uh, share with your audience some uh, really inspiring messages and showing that a common woman like myself who went through hell and back uh, was able to turn her life around. So I like to say that where you are right now, it's not as important as the character. Your character determines your destiny not your current circumstances. And I want your people to really hear this out because here what happened to me. Like you mentioned, I came from Lithuania and I was pursuing my American dream. I wanted to have a better life for myself and my family. And the beginning was very humble because when I came to the United States, even though I had master's degree in physics, I didn't speak English. So what the value of your experience and knowledge if you don't speak the language in the country, right? Right. So I started as a florist assistant where I didn't have to talk much, right? And it took me one year to self-teach myself English. And the first professional job after one year was IT consultant for Merrill Lynch. So I was very fortunate. And from there, I climbed the corporate ladder. How, let me interrupt you for a moment. Yeah. How did you get into Merrill Lynch? as an IT consultant, like that's a huge company. You're, you just had taught yourself English. I mean, you must have really impressed the heck out of them because to get a job there is a big deal. It's corporate America. It's not like you're working for a mom and pop on the street, right? It was, it was corporate America. I think what also helped me that during this one year, not only I was working as a florist assistant, I was volunteering, I was working for I think it was some nearby hospital where I was working as IT developer, as a Ah. program, 
right? So I did have a background. I did have the skills. And so I think that was impressive. And also overall, I guess the way you, I communicated, I don't know, ask them why they hired me, but it was obviously big They job. dared to take a chance, right? They dared exactly. to take a chance. And I, I was delighted, obviously, because for some reason at that time, one of my American dreams was to learn to work on Wall Street and learn how to invest in the stock market. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so you see how your goals come to fruition when you just really believe and act in a very determined way. I went through many, many interviews. It didn't happen like overnight. You know, just imagine all the efforts that I had to put to prove that I am capable and uh, yes, I, you know, I didn't speak as fluent as I speak now after all the experiences and books I have written. But yeah, so anyway, I hope I answered your question, how I got to Maryland. And so I worked there for some time. Then I was changing companies. I worked for American Express, Bank of Strauss, Dean Witter, Morgan Stanley, Deutsche Bank. I all big for, companies. Yeah, I worked for major Wall Street companies. Yeah. And, you know, like, you know, my salary was toward the end of my Wall Street career was great. It seemed that I was living my, I was living my American dream because I had a beautiful house in the suburbs. I lived in New Jersey at that time, in central Jersey. And I had a family, I had friends, everything on the surface seemed to be working. And something inside me stopped working. Basically, it was like a, some kind of void that I could not explain. I was unhappy, but I didn't mm -hmm. want to show it. Mm -hmm. I had to be, you know, like basically wearing this happy professional mask at work, right? At home, I was raising my daughter because my then husband was so busy. He was working at night, building his own company with his friends. And during the day, he also happened to work for Merrill Lynch. Mm. He was also IT consultant. So we... We live kind of like parallel lives with yeah. him. And I, I felt that at some point that it's not working for me. But I was afraid to change. I was consciously settling for less than I wanted in my life. And it was a moment when I remember clearly sitting in my office in, it was Walter Center, I think like 58 or 63, 63rd floor. Looking at my computer screen and thinking like, do you see yourself doing this for the next 10 or 20 years? Mm -hmm. So that was the pivotal moment. And I was like, absolutely not. not right. Then what, what next? Right. So, you know, when I'm, I happen to be quite decisive person. When I decide something, I act on this. Like it may take me some time, but once I decide, I act. Yeah. So I- right. Driven. Looked I'm driven. I walked out of my marriage, which shocked my family. Like my family was like, he's not cheating. He's not beating you up. Like uh, he's right. a good provider. What's wrong with you? So I left him everything. I uh, rented a small apartment, rundown apartment in Hoboken, New Jersey. And then I said, okay, what about my job? I, I have to change something. I cannot continue like that. And because I didn't know what to do, I said, maybe I should go to the best colleges in this country and get these degrees and maybe I will get clarity after. And frankly, my manager inspired me also because he was Wharton graduate. Anyway, I was in my early 40s. I was afraid that I may not be accepted 
because you know because my background i i had good education but not in this country mm-hmm. so i applied to five colleges just in case if i will not be accepted i got accepted to all five and wow. of course i had to choose the most ex- expensive one the most prestigious one mm-hmm. and so i went to the Wharton Business School. And it work also, I, I think I shared with you last time we spoke, is that it was a kind of a freaky situation because I was planning on continue working. Excuse me, it's very hot. I have to decrease my AC here. I was like, I don't think I can last for 30 minutes. So anyway, so I, I was relying on this salary at my job and they said okay you can do part you can do part-time work and go to school and then at the last moment they said you have to choose and it was scary because I already left my box I was already renting this apartment yes I did have savings but I also knew that you know my payment for my uh, prestigious Wharton MBA degree would be quite substantial so I didn't know what to do I was really scared And that was another decision moment for me because I really had to decide if I follow my dream, Mm -hmm. if I follow my intuition, or I stay stay in a place that is comfortable. And guess what? I decided to resign. I resigned, I think it was end of of May or beginning of June 2001. And then September 11 happened. And I was watching September 11 unfolding in front of my eyes across the river, because I was in Hawaii yeah, at that time, yeah. live. I mean, I cannot describe the shock, the, you know, the turmoil that I experienced. Of course. I mean, we all that. felt it, but you were right there. So it's right. got to be more And I, and right I used to work face. there. I right. knew every corner of this, of this yeah. building. So anyway, that was the first moment when I said, I have to trust my intuition. I really mm-hmm. have to follow my gut. Anyway... So I graduated and then I said, I don't want to go back. Everybody was saying like, go back because, you know, this prestigious degree would let you, you know, be at the high level now and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, rebel is always rebel. And I was like, I don't want to go back. But then what? And that was the moment when I said, what do you really want? What do you really want? Not because someone said, go for this prestigious degree or blah, blah, blah. And the answer was freedom. Mm-hmm. And the next question was freedom, but how? And the answer was financial independence. Right. I wanted to be independent from any man, any boss, and just basically live my life on my terms. And the next question was, okay, freedom, financial independence, but how? And the answer was multiple sources of income. Uh-huh. Of course. And that's I'm when right I decided... Right. And that's when I said, okay, so I already know how to invest in the stock market. I had my portfolio. By the way, at that time, I had financial advisors managing it because I didn't have time. You know, like most people, I was focusing on how to make money, not how to make my money work for me. Right. So anyway, and then I said, but I see that most rich people really invest in real estate. And I had no idea how to invest in real estate. So I decided that I will study with the best real estate investors in the country. I flew all over the country. I researched them. I studied with them. And then I finally started my real estate investment company. And the beginning was great. We invested in multiple states. And then 2008 happened. 
and collapse. we collapsed. And business partners that I was fortunate to have as part of my investment enterprise started saying, let's get out, let's get out, let's sell. And I was like, we cannot, we're upside down right now, we cannot. So it was very challenging moment because, you know, for me being in integrity, I wanted to do what they wanted to do with their money, but I couldn't. So I got really depressed. And then in addition to everything else, I drove to see my real estate client and I basically got into a car accident. And my fault, injured my neck and I didn't have health insurance. So the long story short, I was in physical pain. I was emotionally, literally broken. And financially I was broke because I was paying my team uh, from my savings and I had to let go of my team, et cetera. So that was the moment when I felt like, how could you waste all the talents, all the experience, all the knowledge that you had? Like you're such a failure. I literally was saying, I am such a failure. And you know, when you keep saying this to yourself over and over again, you just go downward spiral over and over again. And here I was, Valentine's Day 2008, sitting in my apartment in Hoboken and contemplating how to end my life. I could never believe that I could get so low. Now I say it was the darkest moment of my soul or my divine crisis, but I can tell you that it took me this painful experience to really shake me up so much that I would look at, had to look at life differently. So anyway, I was fortunate. I don't know. I think it's only, I don't know how can I explain it otherwise, but I think it was by the grace of God. I was walking on the street. I met some neighbor and she, we started talking and she detected something and what, something that I said, because I was not eating, I was not sleeping. And she said, Milan, you have to talk to this guy. And I was like, okay, give me his card. And she's like, no, no, he will call you because I would not call him. I was avoiding people. I was so ashamed. I felt so ashamed. And as you know, shame is a very low frequency vibration feeling, emotion. So the guy called me and he happened to be a life coach. And when we started talking, it's like something just started clicking in me. Like he said to me, Milan, failure is not a person. Failure is an event. It has the beginning and the end. And I was like, oh my God, so there could be the end of this? And he said, absolutely. So we started talking. He helped me to redefine how I define my, my how I define success in my life. And I remember clearly that it was like a little light of hope that he gave me. And he said, you've got to work with me. And I think he said, you must work with me. And I said, I can't afford you. I was like really at the end of my financial rope. And he said, oh, my darling, you cannot afford not to work with me. And here I went. So that was the turning point. I started feeling better. I started eating better. I started thinking better. And within a few years, I made good investments and I became financially independent. And then I moved to Florida. I wrote my first book. I was like pregnant with, with information. Like, you know, I never saw myself as an author. Like I was trained as a scientist. So the way my, my mind works is like, if then, if then, you know, like very logical. And here I was like writing, just like it was pouring out of my body, seemed like that. So the first book was A Shift Toward Purpose, Secrets to an Amazing Career, about 
it's a story about my transition from corporate to entrepreneurship. And then in 2016, I published another book called A Shift Toward Abundance, Secrets to Financial Freedom, where I talk about duality of money, duality of wealth, and how we, we've got to be aware of our spiritual nature, but at the same time, know how we can use practical tools in order to be support ourselves and create impact in, in the world and our family, etc. And then after that, Everybody was expecting that I would be just continue writing books, but I felt that I really want to work with people because they read books, nothing happens. And I also felt that I was so fortunate to survive the crisis that I survived. And I know that what is personal is also universal, that there are other women there who might be going through challenging time and don't have a hope, and uh, or maybe women who have make money, but they still act like slaves to money. And I said, I have to share what I now know. And that's when I created, I reverse engineered my, my steps. And I created this method that now I call the millionaire method. And it's basically holistic system for becoming financially independent. And that's what I use when I work with my clients. So that's my kind of like a very, very long story in a short version. I think you muted, Lauren. I am muted because I knew I was here. I was saying it's a great story and it is very inspirational and helps people to realize that you can get to your darkest time. I have another friend, her name is Diane Foster, and she also, she has twin, probably they're about 22-year-olds now. And she, at, at one point, several years ago, almost took her life. And she has turned that around to help inspire others as well. So I think the important message here is that you can find your silver lining, which is, as my book is called, through anything. And when you get to that darkest time, sometimes it means that the light is right around the corner. And for Len, the light was allowing her the, the freedom to teach others how to achieve similar freedom. And it's been a great story. And she has a wonderful following all over the world. People are investing in real estate and the stock market and opportunities all over the world and using and working with Milen as a coach. And I'd love to know how do they, how do my listeners reach you, Milen, to find out how they can achieve their own financial freedom and dare to change their lives. Thank you for asking this and thank you for, for your generous compliments. <laughs> well, I know, I believe that we're all different. We all have capacity to be financially independent, but we are in different phases in life. Sure. So the best way for me is to, to support people in the audience would be to talk to them and see where they are right now, what exactly, what skills they need. Maybe it's developing wealth, mind investing strategically in the stock market or cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. or real estate. So in order for me to determine that, I would like to offer a 30 minutes complimentary consultation. I call it never worry about money yet. We will, where I will definitely determine like what is your quickest, shortest pathway to financial independence because it's unique for every person. Right, it is. I love that because for, for a lot of people ask me, well, what's, how much is this and how much is that and what do I do and what's the answer and how do I do this and how do I get my visa and how do I invest? And I'm like, it is not one size fits all. We have to build a customized strategy for you. And so Melen is offering this to you at no charge. I forgot to mention the link. I'm sorry. I just, I was like, something was missing. So the link is speakwithmilan.com. And Milan is with double L. 
Two L's. Speak, speak with, with Milen, Milen, my L-L-E-N dot com. Yes. Question, when you do that investigation, do you always come up with solutions? I don't come up with solution. I come up with the over, over umbrella, umbrella pathway. Got it. Like, because some, like I said, we're all in different phases in life. Sure. For some people, it's maybe right now, they don't have any job, they don't have any income, and maybe it's a building a business. Yeah. You know, it's not always jumping to investment. Like I have clients who came to me because they wanted to invest, but their business didn't provide consistent income. Sure. So we focus on that, right? So some people come to me, they have money on their 401k or IRA that sitting still because they had bad experience investing before and they're afraid to start investing again. They're afraid to lose money, which is one of the main fears that people have around investing. So with them, we go back and we revisit uh, like wealth mindset, mindset that every investor has to have and uh, strategies for investing so you will never lose sleep over your investments. That's the idea of strategic investing. You may lose a little bit here, a little bit there, but you never lose so much that you will lose sleep sleep over. Right. Yeah. Lovely. Well, thank you so much for being my guest here today. It's a pleasure to have you as always. I'm Lauren Cohen. I thank my lovely guest, Milen Levin. Levin or Levis? It's Levis. Yes, correct. Sorry, I got confused. And I'm Lauren Cohen, host of Investing Across Borders, where we teach you how to invest, live, work, and play across borders. Speak with Milen.com to set up a free consult with her. Thank you for your generosity. It will also be in the show notes. And it's a pleasure, as always, to have you on the show. Signing off for today, wishing everybody a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Take care. I'm Lauren Cohen. Thanks again. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Investing Across Borders with Lauren Cohen. Make sure to check the show notes for any links and for guest contact information. If you have questions for Lauren, please reach out to her at founder at ecouncilglobal.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast with a friend.